even your written content that you put out to the world, if the energy is off, you're just writing it because you know you have to write it and I have to be consistent and I have to put this out there and it has to go out today. Oh, I'll just quickly rush it. Then the energy's off. People can sense it. And therefore, you may not be making sales. And therefore, you feel like it's a massive waste of time doing it. And therefore, you start to get disheartened. And therefore, you start looking on job sites and feeling like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I've had enough. No, this is for you. If it wasn't for you, you wouldn't even be here. You wouldn't even be listening to this podcast episode right now if you weren't meant to be here. You are supposed to be doing this. You are meant to be doing this. This is for you. There's just a few little tweaks that need to be done, that's all. Welcome to the Fast Messy Action Podcast with me, Camille Plews. I'm here to help business owners to have more freedom in all areas of their business, to have location independence and more family time. Here you'll find a blend of energetics, strategy and mindset with lots of stories and tips and tricks to help you grow your dream business while having lots of fun and actually getting stuff done, no matter what your commitments are outside of this business or how crazy your family life is. This is all about taking fast, messy, purpose-driven action to build your dream business and life. Hello and welcome. Today, I want to discuss with you 10 costly mistakes that I made at the start of my coaching and mentoring business and what I'd do differently in hindsight. And the reason I'm sharing this today is because I see so many other women with an online service business, whether you're a coach, a consultant, a course creator, or if you've got a done-for-you service, I see so many people making these same mistakes time and time again, and it's making them fall into the same trap that I fell into back just a few years ago. So I want to share these mistakes so that you can avoid them, so that you don't keep falling into these traps either, so that you don't have to keep staying stuck for such a long time like I did. Back in 2019 was the start of my online coaching journey. I'd had other businesses before, One of my businesses was in affiliate marketing, which involved promoting a lot of other people's products. And my most successful business before coaching was my e-commerce business. So I had a few different shops online on Shopify, eBay, Etsy, Amazon, and I had a huge warehouse full of stock and I would sell multiple tens of items daily. And it was a real success, that business. But it really didn't light me up. It wasn't for me. I didn't feel purposeful. I wasn't doing something that I wanted to be doing. And I grew to resent that business. I just hated going there every day to the cold, dark warehouse and having to pack up all these orders and wait for deliveries coming in at the end roller shutter door. And it was freezing. I remember in the depths of winter when there was snow outside, everyone was skidding about and the guy, the delivery guy, would come to the end roller shutter door after almost falling over with big heavy boxes and then I'd just be there for the next hour or two unpacking, looking at different items that had arrived, inspecting things for faults because there are always faults, there are always things that needed sending back and it became a massive ball ache. I grew to really hate that business. I didn't like it. I didn't feel purposeful. I hated showing up there and I found that I'd kind of put myself in another job, if you like. And this is the reason why I wanted to do something different. And it took a little bit of soul searching, a bit of digging to get to the thing that I really wanted to do. And now with my mentoring business, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. But it hasn't been an easy ride. I thought it would be because I had other businesses. But having a product-based business is completely different to service. There were a few things that I got wrong. 
in the beginning. And this is exactly what I want to share within this episode. So one of the things that I got wrong in the beginning was trying to do it all myself. I thought, I know how to do this. How hard can it be? All you have to do is put a few posts on Instagram and then I'll get clients. But no, it didn't work. And if you've been doing this as well, you're not alone. So many people do this where they're like, how hard can it actually be? Seriously. But then after a few months of doing it alone and feeling like you know the strategy, feeling like, oh, this is it. I know what to do. I know exactly what to do. I don't need help. I can do this myself. And it's kind of like an ego thing. I've built a six-figure business before. Of course I can do this. Why couldn't I? And I think for me, I think it was my ego that was getting in the way. But I know for a lot of other people, and this is a conversation that I've had with many of my clients, it's more of a case of, well, how hard can it be? You're looking at people on social media, the posting daily content. If you're to just mimic that content or do something similar, surely it's going to work for you as well. But the reality is it doesn't work like that. And there is so much more to having a successful business and to having leads and sales every single day in your business than just posting content on social media. So that was one of the things that really held me back and kept me struggling. Another thing, and the second costly mistake, if you like, is purely focusing on the strategy alone and nothing else. So I was so guilty of chasing shiny objects. I would go from one course and thinking, oh, that sounds really good. That sounds like just the thing I need to get more clients using Instagram or to get more clients by building a Facebook group or to get more clients on Pinterest or to get more clients. You see where I'm going with this. I would chase one thing after another, after another. And I tried multiple things. I was even on LinkedIn in the beginning. I was on multiple platforms trying to do different strategies, really trying to do it all. But I've done all this stuff and no one's still come to me. I followed this course and I've posted this content. Why have I not got any clients yet? And I kind of got a bit angry. I was like, why is it working for them and not me? How can they tell me that I'm going to get clients if I do this and I still haven't got a client? And I kind of went in on myself, like really in on myself and started telling myself things like, oh, you're just stupid. You can't figure this out. What is wrong with you? And that was a massive, massive mistake. And that in itself was what was holding me back, like not having the self-belief, not truly believing that I could do it. Because whenever I wasn't seeing the results, I would go in on myself. It was as though I was attaching my worthiness, if you like, in this space to gaining clients and to some of the monetary goals. I was pinning my worthiness to the monetary goals that I'd put in place, but I wasn't backing myself. I wasn't showing up for myself emotionally. I wasn't reassuring myself that I could do it. Instead, I was punishing myself and telling myself how stupid I was if I couldn't do it. And it's been such a journey over the years to get rid of all of that. So if you ever feel like you are doubting yourself, so if you're following a certain strategy at the minute and you're not seeing results yet, there could be a number of reasons why. Do not go all in on yourself and tell yourself awful things because then you'll start to not believe in yourself. And self-belief really is everything when it comes to gaining clients and making sales. A few examples for you not gaining the results if you are following a certain strategy could be maybe that you are brand new. You haven't gained enough presence online yet. People don't know you enough yet to come into your world, especially if it's something higher ticket or if it's something that means like a length of time commitment, such as a membership, for example. Oh, and by the way, let me just drop this in there. Ambitious Female Collective, the membership is back. 
and it is currently in the pre-sale. So if anything that I'm saying throughout this entire episode is resonating with you and how you are feeling and some of the things are like, oh my gosh, I've done that. Oh my gosh, this is what I do. Oh my gosh, I do that all the time the membership will be perfect for you. I'm going to put the link in the show notes below so that you can have a little look after this episode in your own time. But come and join now while it's in the pre-sale because the pre-sale pricing is going away very soon. If you are watching this in a couple of weeks or so from it going live, the pre-sale pricing would have gone away, but it'll still be an absolute no-brainer to get in, to get on top of all of this stuff so that you can really grow and scale your business and stop getting in your own way and stop letting all of these other things keep you playing small. So bringing me back to this, another reason why you might not be gaining results yet with a certain strategy that you are implementing, that you know other people have success with, maybe you haven't been showing up enough online. Maybe you haven't been posting your content to Instagram as frequently as you should be. Maybe it's the wrong types of content. There are a few different reasons why but just be committed to mastering it. Don't ditch it. Don't give up on it because this will work for you. If it feels like an energetic fit, if it feels aligned, and this is another thing as well, if the strategy that you are following feels icky, it feels off, you're like, oh, I don't like doing it. I don't even want to show up for it. That is going to shine through. That is out of alignment. There are thousands of strategies out there for growing a successful business. You have to follow a strategy that feels in alignment to you. When I was trying to grow my business on LinkedIn, for example, I really don't like that platform. I just always found it quite spammy and I would always get called pitches all the time and I just didn't like it. It was very formal, very corporate. I don't really like LinkedIn, but I love Instagram. So for me, I chose Instagram as my main platform for me to show up, for me to be visible, for me to be present every single day because I love being on there. So trying to force a platform or a strategy that doesn't feel in alignment, that feels off energetically, that is going to affect the way that you show up because it's going to feel forced and people are going to know that. If you go and try and spend time in a room of people where you don't want to be, people are going to sense it. You know that whole saying, you could cut the atmosphere with a knife or, oh, I don't like being around her. She's a right energy vampire. People can sense your energy before you even open your mouth. And you'll know this yourself as well. You can sense someone's energy a mile off before they even have an outburst or before they even speak. And it's the same when you are showing up online for your business. Even your written content that you put out to the world, if the energy is off, You're just writing it because you know you have to write it and I have to be consistent and I have to put this out there and it has to go out today. Oh, I'll just quickly rush it. Then the energy's off. People can sense it. And therefore, you may not be making sales. And therefore, you feel like it's a massive waste of time doing it. And therefore, you start to get disheartened. And therefore, you start looking on job sites and feeling like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I've had enough. No, this is for you. If it wasn't for you, you wouldn't even be here. You wouldn't even be listening to this podcast episode right now if you weren't meant to be here. You are supposed to be doing this. You are meant to be doing this. This is for you. There's just a few little tweaks that need to be done, that's all. So the second thing was purely focusing on the strategy and not anything else, not the mindset, the energy, the self-belief systems, the money mindset as well. It's a huge, huge thing. Sometimes you can be a bit scared of earning 
a certain amount of money because maybe you've been in debt before and you don't really know how to manage money. Maybe you feel like you don't deserve that money because there's world poverty. Maybe you feel anger towards certain people who've got big houses and you're thinking, well, you don't really need that because there's a lot of poor people that don't have a house. Maybe you're feeling an energetic imbalance somewhere with regards to money because a lot of these things relate back to money. And again, this is something that we're getting into deep in one of our focus sessions. It's the wealth activation one that we are getting deep into in November. So if you come into Ambitious Female Collective, we are going deep on the money topic to allow more wealth into your life. And even if you are listening to this podcast episode and it may be December by then, don't worry because the replays and the trainings will be there for you to come back into the group and to immerse yourself into because money will always hold people back from getting to that next level. And even if they do have a strong mindset around money and they are open to receiving money and they are saying things like, yes, I would love this amount of money to come into my world. Wouldn't everyone? But there will be certain belief systems and energy frequencies that are blocking it from coming in. And there's a lot of work that we're going to be doing around this in our focus in November in the membership. So number two was focusing purely on the strategy and not the other stuff. The third thing that held me back massively, especially when it came to video content and me actually showing up myself as me, was the perfectionism. I would always start recording videos, whether it be live streams or whether it be videos to my Instagram stories. I would start recording videos and if they weren't perfect, I'd delete them and start again. Delete it, start again. Delete it, start again. And it took me so much time, even just to get one Instagram story out there of a speaking video. I was so nervous. And quite rightly so, in the beginning phases, you are going to be nervous, but... My best advice is just to do it. Don't watch it back. Just press post, get it out there. The next time will be better. The next time will be better. The next time will be better. This is a journey. You're not going to be perfect straight away. Your speaking stories aren't going to be perfect straight away. Your first live streams are going to be terrible. Just admit to yourself, you know what? I'm going to go live. I'm going to be brave enough to do it. It's probably going to be a bit bad, be a bit shocking. I'm just going to show up and waffle a few things, but at least I'm doing it which is more than most people, I'm doing it. I'm getting out there. I'm sharing my message. Share some tips, share some helpful hints if you like. You don't have to have the full strategy plan behind your live streams in the initial phases. The main thing is that you are showing up live and you are doing it. After a few live streams, then you can put the little pieces of strategy behind it to take people on the buying journey to make them want to buy. But in the initial phases, my best advice is to just show up there and do it. Just show up, talk, share some advice and just say to people, do you resonate with this? Comment below. Something like that, just so that you get into the routine of doing it. The more live streams and the more videos that you get under your belt, the better. Nothing is ever going to be perfect ditch perfectionism as soon as possible. And I think for me, I think my perfectionism came from the corporate world. I remember when I used to work in the Tui holiday shops, one of my managers at the time told me that I needed elocution lessons because I've got a Yorkshire accent and you can tell that from me speaking. And it is kind of a mixture between Yorkshire and Geordie because I come from and I live right in between Leeds and Newcastle, but right on the coast. So my accent is a little bit of a mixture between Yorkshire and Geordie, if you like. And I know that a lot of people will say to me, where are you from? I can't pinpoint your accent. Yeah, halfway between Leeds and Newcastle. If you look at the map towards the coast, that's where I'm from. <laughs> but my old boss said to me, 
You need to drop the Yorkshire accent. You need elocution lessons. Start talking properly if you want people to book holidays with you and take you seriously. And she was really quite nasty about it. And that planted the seed in my head that by using my normal voice and the way that I speak, the way that I'm speaking now, people wouldn't come to me. But now, honestly, I really don't care. There are people out there who are gonna say things about you regardless. More people will say nice things than bad things. So just really focus on the people who are there for you, the people who are right for you. Ditch the perfectionism as soon as you possibly can, especially if you come from the corporate world. I want you to have more of an awareness around when you are re-recording things over and over and over again. Stop yourself dead in your tracks. Tell yourself, this will be good enough. It will be good enough. I'm going to record it. I'm going to get it out there. Next time, I'll improve. The time after, I'll improve. And before you know it, your videos will be fantastic and people will be coming to you. Stop deleting everything. Ditch the perfectionism. The fourth very costly mistake that kept me stuck for a very long time, actually. And it's only really been the last couple of years that I've stopped doing this. For the first two years in my business, this really kept me stuck was that I'd always be looking at others in my industry, bigger business mentors, bigger coaches. When I say bigger, I mean monetary-wise, the multimillionaires. I'd look up to them and think, oh, they've got it all together. They've got big teams. They're doing all these things. They're doing multiple launches. They've got all of these clients. They're making millions from every launch. And it would make me feel disheartened because I would feel like I could never have a successful business because why would people come to me? They're just going to go to them instead. Why would anyone come to me? And I'd start going in on myself and all of this is wrong. People will come to you. If you're feeling this same way as well and you're stuck in the comparison phase, if you like, you're looking at yourself and your business in the beginning phases and you're comparing your beginning phases with somebody else's, I don't know, year 10 or year 15, of course, you're going to feel like, oh, what am I even doing? Why am I even bothering? I'm just going to pack up shop and just go get a job. Of course, it's going to make you feel like that. But I want you to remember this. They started with zero. They started with no clients. They started with zero followers on Instagram. But the thing is, they just kept going. They just kept going and kept going and kept going. The team maybe grew a bit bigger if they did want a big team. And their business grew bigger. Some people's businesses look different to others. Some have got huge teams. Some have got small teams. Some have got huge group programs. Some have got bigger courses. Some have got more self-study options. The thing is, everybody's doing this in a way that's right for them. And you don't know until you get fully on this journey how your business is going to feel to you until you start doing it. So just jump in, take fast, messy action, Put offers out into the world as quickly as you can and then you'll get a sense of, does this offer feel right for me or is it a bit like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Do I need to change anything with the offer? Do I need to just park the offer itself for now and then maybe bring it back later? Like my membership, Ambitious Female Collective. When I first launched this membership back in 2021, I did it in a way that wasn't fully aligned to me. I was taking a lot of advice from a business coach at the time who had a successful membership, who was making around £50,000 a month from her membership. And I took on board the full advice that she was giving me. And one of the really great things that I had in the membership last time that I've included this time as well was Quantum Success Mastery, which is my 30-day divine order up-level program. And I love this program so much. I've poured my heart and soul into this 30-day program. 
And the results that the women are getting from the program are phenomenal. Some of the women are saying things to me like, oh my gosh, I feel so much lighter. Now I feel like I can go out there and really do it. There's women who just watched day one and then was able to go out there and show up, like really show up and start creating more videos and start being more present online. But by the end of the 30 days, I guarantee you'll feel different. The results, people getting clients just after going through this program, it's just incredible. So I poured my heart and soul into this program. And with it being a divine order program, my business coach at the time said to me, oh, I don't think you should do that. You shouldn't really include that. It should be more about the strategy because you don't want your people to get confused. Why are you touching more on divine order? Leave that for the spiritual woo-woo people. Don't touch on that. Just do the business strategy. And I took on board her advice. So I did leave Quantum Success Mastery in there, but then every training afterwards was about the strategy. But it just fell off. Something fell off in there. I knew there was more that I needed to do, that I needed to bring out in the world, because as we know, business success isn't just about the strategy. The strategy is around 20%. The rest of it, the other 80% is the mindset, the energetics, the belief systems, the leadership, everything else that goes alongside the strategy to make a really successful business. So it fell off. I wasn't aligned to it. I wasn't in full alignment with the membership. I just didn't like it in the end. I didn't like showing up for it. I didn't want to do more and more strategy trainings, kind of repeating myself for some of the stuff that was in my mentorship program. And I knew that I had a much, much bigger purpose than just being the strategist. So I decided to park the membership. I didn't completely scrap it. I still left the group there. There were still people in there that said, I just want to stay and I want to go through some of the trainings. Can I stay? Can I still be in the membership? I'm like, of course, but there's going to be no more trainings added. So a few people stayed for a few more months. And back in May this year, this was roughly a year after I put it on pause. In May, I thought, right, I'm going to bring the membership back and I'm doing it my way. I'm going to completely ignore the advice that I'd been given. Of course, she's an amazing business coach and she's got a really successful business, but that didn't feel in alignment to me. The way that she was doing it wasn't the way that I wanted to do it. I love talking about belief systems, about divine order, about energy, about the universe, about quantum physics, mixing science. As you know, if you watch my stories constantly, I'm a bit of a science nerd. I love everything to do with the universe, to do with space, to do with SpaceX, to do with rockets, to do with launches and the atmosphere and energy and quantum physics. And oh, and I've been to see Professor Brian Cox a few times and I love all of this stuff. So mixing quantum physics with business and how I'm able to shift people's perspective to make them show up and do it and all of that. And here's another thing as well. When I asked people who were in Ambitious Female Collective what they thought of the membership, what were the best parts, most people said it was when I was speaking about divine order, about energy, about the universe, about perspective, about showing up and doing it anywhere, about life, about everything. It was the other stuff. It wasn't even the strategy that people were in the membership for. So I give myself a bit of a shake. Back in May, I got all these results. I got all of this feedback from all of these different clients. And I thought, right, I'm doing it my way. I trust myself that this is going to work. I trust myself because I'm passionate about this. I know so much about all of this. I know so much about the science behind energetics and embodiment and oh, everything about what makes a business successful. So this is what the membership's about as well. I love talking and explaining the science behind it. And a lot of that is also going to be included in the membership. 
which by the way, is an absolute no-brainer investment. When I went to KFC last week with my family, our bill for our food order worked out more than the monthly amount to be in the membership. And all of this good stuff is included. All of these years of research and practice and me investing into myself as well, especially in things like physics and also NLP because I'm an NLP practitioner as well. And all of this other stuff, all of these qualifications and realizations over the years, all of this good stuff is going to be included in the membership. And I cannot wait to keep sharing all of these monthly focus topics within the group because all of these shifts that I already know that the women are going to have, it's just so phenomenal. Ooh, the juicy good stuff. So I digressed again, as usual. The fourth most costly mistake was comparing myself to others and making myself play small because of it, telling myself I wasn't good enough because of it and all of that. The next costly mistake, number five, actually related to the tangent that I've just been on there, was to follow strategies that you've been told to follow that don't quite feel in alignment. So when I was just talking there about the membership and doing it in a way that my previous business coach said, because that's how she did it, it did not feel in alignment to me. It was off. Everything fell off. I didn't want it to be like that. So therefore, I paused the membership. And it was on pause for about a year before I then decided back in May, you know what, I'm bringing this back. So it's back now. It is literally out right now in the pre-sale. And I'm so excited because I'm including everything that I want and everything that the previous members of the membership said was the most empowering, uplifting, transformative, healing part of the membership. I'm including all of that. So all of the good stuff, all of the amazing feedback that I got from clients, all of the things that made people want to stay. Even when I put it on pause, people were asking me, can I just stay? I want to be in this space. And then when I asked them the reasons why, it was all of this stuff. It wasn't even about the strategy training. So I'm doing it my way, but also not just my way, also the way that resonates with most of the previous members. So I'm like, right, this is it. And it's going to work because I know it is. I know it's going to be a huge, huge success. There are already almost 20 people in there purely within the last week from the pre-sale alone. And I cannot wait to share more and more and more with these amazing women who are already in the membership. They're already going through Quantum Success Mastery, which is my 30-day Divine Order up-level program. And you can too. You just need to come and join the membership in the pre-sale. Come and join now while the price is so low. And you'll experience all of this transformation as well. This is for everyone. So costly mistake number five is to follow a strategy that maybe you've been told by somebody who's successful, but it's not in alignment to you. That is going to be a huge costly mistake, not just with your money, but also with your time, because you can keep investing multiple hours upon hours upon hours into a strategy that doesn't even feel in alignment to you. Therefore, what a waste of time. Costly mistake number six was overcomplicating everything and having detailed plans laid out before I would go out there and execute something. So I'll give you an example here. If you've had an amazing, amazing idea, you've had a download, if you like, maybe it's something that woke you up in the middle of the night, you lay to sleep, you wake up and you're like, oh, I've got the most amazing idea. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be brilliant. Oh my God, I can't get back to sleep. This is amazing. This is brilliant. Oh, this is going to change our life. And then you go back to sleep, you wake up the next morning, you think, oh, that idea, a stupid idea. I couldn't do that. Oh my God, I couldn't do that. Oh no, that's not for me. And you start talking yourself out of it. These amazing divine messages happen 
lots during your life. If you choose to back away from them, and if you choose to disown these ideas, like, oh, whatever, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. Why can't you? Just because. There's no thorough reason as to why. Then you are also choosing to dismiss and dishonour your main divine purpose and why you are here in the first place, what you are on this planet to do. So these downloads can happen at any time. It could be in the middle of the night. Usually it's when you are relaxing. Usually it's when you are either out on a walk, you're away from your laptop, you are maybe in the bath, you're maybe half falling asleep in the bath, you are in the shower. I always get my best ideas in the shower or in the hot tub. But if you don't act on that idea quickly, you can either dismiss the idea and just tell yourself it was stupid anyway. Just stupid, stupid idea, I can't do that. When really you can. Or you can start to overcomplicate everything in your head, getting into all of the detail. But what if this? What if that? What if that? What if that? But what I need this? Oh my gosh, this sounds too complicated. I can't do it. I'm frozen. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm out. I'm out. I can't do it. When really, just start acting. This is the thing. Start taking action. When you have an amazing idea like this, start taking action straight away before your monkey brain gets involved. And when I say monkey brain, I'm referring to the chimp paradox. I don't know if you've read that book. It's such a great book. It tells you how your brain is like a naughty monkey and you need to put the monkey back in the box. So whenever your monkey brain starts getting involved and telling you that you can't do something, it's just trying to keep you safe. That's all. When really you can do it. You can you wouldn't have had the idea to do it in the first place if you couldn't do it. And always look around you for evidence. If there are other people out there doing it, you can do it as well. So stop overcomplicating everything and just get yourself out there and do it regardless. Take fast, messy action before you start talking yourself out of it. Number seven of the big costly mistakes that I made at the start of my business was having no boundaries at all with my clients, with my family, with anyone. I am a recovering people pleaser and you may relate to this if you are as well. And I would always want my clients to get the best results possible. So I would respond to my client messages as soon as they came in. Even if this was at 10 o'clock at night, I'd be thinking, oh, my clients messaged me. I need to get back to them straight away. So I would. What an unhealthy relationship to have, not just with your clients, but with yourself and with your family as well. I had really unhealthy boundaries at the start. I didn't have any cutoff times for my support. I do now, but I learned this the hard way. And it did bring a lot of strain as well on relationships. I would find myself snapping at the kids and be like, just give me a second. I just need to reply to this message. Give me a second. Such an unhealthy mother-child relationship. Now I've got really clear boundaries in place, but I didn't in the beginning phases. So if this is you as well, if you find that you're answering messages on a weekend, late at night, put some boundaries in place with your clients, but also with yourself. I found that even when I put the boundaries in place with my clients, and my amazing clients know they can message me whenever they want, but I'll get back to them within these certain timeframes during the week. So they know that, but I had to put the boundaries in place myself to then not be checking messages outside of that time. And it was quite hard to to not look at my phone. I had to turn off my notifications, leave my phone in a different room. It's like I was addicted to my client's success and I had to get back to them straight away. But I'm so passionate about helping people that it was so hard to put these boundaries in place. Not hard from my client's point of view because they were like, yeah, of course, I know that you're not meant to be getting back to me until so-and-so. I'm going to message you it anyway just to get it out of my head. And it was more me 
I had to really get myself out of that addiction of constantly checking my phone. And it was a bit hard at first, but it was a huge, huge costly mistake. Costly for my time with my kids and my family. And also having boundaries like this in place with your clients, it not only helps you to have more freedom, but also it helps your clients as well, because then they will do this with either their clients or their family or whoever else outside as well. So you are also being the role model, if you like, for how it should be done. So that was number seven, not having those boundaries in place. Number eight was neglecting my self-care. I in the beginning phases, was so desperate to make this business work that I would stop exercising. I would skip meals. I would work right through. I would work late on a night. I would even get to a point where I was absolutely busting for a wee and I'd just be cross-legged because I'd be so engrossed with creating another piece of content that I wouldn't go to the toilet. And then I'd be running to the toilet like, oh, I'm so busting. There's no need for any of that. And in fact... Not having the self-care practices in place and not looking after yourself properly, that's actually going to hinder you more than pushing and working through. So now I have thorough self-care practices in place. Now I don't ever start work till 10 in the morning. I'm out with the dog. We have a long walk on the beach. I'm very present with my dog on the beach. We usually go down the beach for about an hour and a half every morning. And for at least half an hour of that time, I will be grounded in the moment, like fully immerse myself into what's going on around me, the sound of the sea, the dog running along, like really fully in the moment and not being distracted by anything from the outside. When you can ground yourself in that way every day, then it really puts everything into perspective. It makes me feel so grateful to live so close to the beach. It makes me feel so grateful to have a dog the gratitude pours in, the ideas will then pour in if you can clear your mind for long enough and be present in the moment. So that is just one element of self-care, by the way, grounding yourself and being present in the moment. There are so many more elements to this that can really help ideas to naturally come to you and for your business to really grow and expand. And it's not going to mean you pushing and spending more and more hours online, spending lots and lots of time glued to your laptop. None of that none of that. This gets to be easy. And again, all of this stuff I am sharing in the membership. So come on in if you aren't already. Number nine of the costly mistakes that I made when I first started was to focus on the wrong things, the non-money-making things. And I know a lot of people do this. You want your branding, like the brand colours and the fonts and all of that to look really pretty at the start. Most people will focus on building a nice, flashy, all bells, all whistles website when you don't need one. My business got to over 100k in business income before I even created my website. You don't need a website in the beginning phases. You don't need to be focusing on fancy branding and fonts and colours and logos, getting logos created and spending so much time and money and energy doing all of the things that you don't need to be doing in the beginning phases. The main thing you do need to be doing is setting your business up for success. This isn't me saying that branding isn't important Branding is important as in your unique brand persona and your unique source and frameworks, if you like. And we are getting into all of this juicy stuff very shortly in Ambitious Female Collective, the membership, because your unique brand persona is going to be what makes you stand out differently to the others in this space who are doing a similar thing to you. So what is going to make you stand out if you don't know the answer to this yet? 
get inside of Ambitious Female Collective because we are getting deep on all of this stuff to make you really stand out so that people come to you as opposed to your competitors. So one of the biggest things that I would focus on in the beginning phases, it was the fancy colours and thinking, oh, but what about this colour palette? What about this colour palette? Just pick something and go with it. It can always change in the end. Mine has so much over the years. Just pick what looks right or feels right to you right now and just go with it. That is my best advice. Fast messy action when picking things like fonts and colours and things like that. Just do it quickly and get on with it. The main thing is that you are showing up as your unique brand persona you are showing up thoroughly as you, your unique quirkiness, the things that will draw people to you. That is the main thing. And you being consistent with showing up and sharing your content and you being consistent with showing up with your unique brand message as well. It's not just about all of the other backend stuff, making your offers look perfect on the backend, making your website look really nice and professional, making your branding and colors and fonts look really professional. None of that matters in the beginning phases. None of that matters. All of that can come later. So the ninth most costly mistake was focusing on a lot of the non-money-making tasks within my business. And so many people do this. So many people do it and waste so much time, energy, money on all of this other stuff that really doesn't matter in the beginning phases. And costly mistake number 10, and this is actually one of the biggest ones, was thinking that once I'd done a lot of the mindset work, then it was kind of done. If I just keep journaling every day, or I just keep telling myself that I can do this every day, then it's done and I'm doing it and that's it, it's done. But that's not enough. That is not enough. Just that kind of mindset work alone, there are so many different layers. There are different depths to it. And imagine an onion. The top skin on the onion is you telling yourself you can do it. The next skin down is you writing down, I can do this, I'm amazing looking at all of these prompts, all of these affirmations that you see online. Affirmations don't work most of the time. The reasons why it's because it's the depth. Peel back a few layers of this onion and then you start getting into the depth. You have to feel it and truly believe it. But there are so many things that hold you back from truly believing it and feeling it. This was a huge mistake for me to just stick with the surface level stuff, the surface level mindset work, the, oh, journaling, affirmations, prompts, me telling myself I'm worthy, all of that kind of stuff. That was just the very surface level. Inside of Ambitious Female Collective, we are going much, much deeper because the depth is what's needed, not the surface level stuff. So that was number 10, was ignoring the depth of it and just sticking to the surface level for such a long time and thinking, oh, this isn't working. Of course it's not working. The depth wasn't there. It was all the fluffy stuff, the fluffy stuff on the surface, if you like, but you need the depth if this is to truly work for you. And like I said, the pre-sale is on right now of Ambitious Female Collective. So if you are a female with an online service-based business, doesn't matter what the business is, if you are selling an online service, whether it's a done with you or a done for you service, this membership is perfect for you. We are going to get really deep on some of the things that are holding your business back from getting to that next level. Maybe you've been stuck at a certain level for so long and you're like, why can't I just break through? I'm doing all the things, all the strategy, all the things I should be doing and it's not working. Chances are it's not even about the strategy. Let's get clear on what it is for you. Let's break open exactly why you are stuck. 
and let's get on top of this this year so you can break through that invisible glass ceiling that you've got in place that you don't even know is there and you don't even know why it's there but for some reason you are stuck and you can't seem to get out of it and most of the time people think the answer is more and more strategy when really it's not so those were the 10 things just to recap the first most costly mistake was trying to do it all by myself and letting my ego get in the way and thinking, I can do this, I can do this, when really I needed the help. The second costly mistake was thinking it was all about the strategy, when really that's only about 20%. The rest is energetic, self-belief, mindset, leadership, and so much more. The third thing was trying to do it all perfectly and restarting videos again and again and again, trying to get them perfect, when really you just have to do it. Just understand and tell yourself, you know what, it's not going to be great, it's not going to be perfect by a long shot, but I'm just going to do it anyway. The next mistake, number four, was comparing myself to others and making myself feel small. Number five was following a strategy that didn't feel in alignment, therefore having to undo a few things, taking a lot of time and having to restart again. Number six was overcomplicating everything when it doesn't need to be. You have an amazing, amazing download, a great idea, and then you start talking yourself out of it because you overcomplicate everything. Don't overcomplicate it, just start acting straight away. Number seven wasn't having any boundaries in place, therefore costing a lot of time, eating into my personal time, really policing myself on the boundaries. Number eight was a lack of self-care and not looking after myself, not doing the things that light me up every day, that make me feel energized, that allow these amazing downloads to come to me, these amazing business ideas that I can then execute with the maximum amount of energy because I wasn't taking the time for my self-care. I wasn't taking the time to do all of these things that light me up, that allow me to have all of these ideas. Number nine was focusing on the non-money-making tasks, the fancy colours, the fonts, the logos, all of that kind of stuff. For you, it may be websites as well. All of the things, the back-end stuff that you don't need to do in the beginning phases of your business that will take a lot of money, time, energy. You don't need to be doing all of this stuff. And number 10 was ignoring a lot of the deep inner work. Not just the surface level journaling and affirmations, that kind of thing. I'm talking the deep energetic embodiment work. If you are feeling like, you know what? A lot of this does resonate with me. I feel like I am stuck at this certain level. I feel like I do need help with this. Then Ambitious Female Collective Membership is an absolute no-brainer investment right now come and join our inner circle. I cannot wait to see your shifts, your energy, how your business really expands and grows in the coming months when you do. The link to the membership is in the show notes below. Come and join us. I can't wait to see you on the inside. If you have any questions at all about any of this or about the membership, please send me a DM on Instagram. Again, my link is in the show notes below. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to these costly mistakes today. And I really hope that this helps you to not make these mistakes yourself. Thank you so much again. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.